This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Is Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Yeah. Happy Monday morning, everybody. This is the black shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with Fox. And this is the ticket, 93.7, the captain show. And this morning, this morning, we're going to have a couple of talks about the spring game or the cold game because it was kind of chilly out <laughs> there. Was. Yeah, it was chilly. I stayed the whole game, though. Did you really? Some of it I watched from the inside, but, you know, I, I had to bear with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was proud of you. I, I was going to go to the game. I took my whole family. We got out and we walked half a block and said, oh, we're just going to watch TV. <laughs> Captain, is this thing on? This thing is on. Oh, yeah, it's on. We got the captain, y'all. He's dealing with some dealership stuff today, but, hey, he's on there with us. Hey, man, I am on location. I am in Wichita, Kansas. I got to pick up three cars. You know, I, this is my only day off from the restaurant, but it's not a day off. Okay, I got to work. I got to get it when I can. So, you know, you got to pick it up and keep it going, man. Keep it moving. But spring game, spring my game. thoughts. Overall, I gave us a D plus. Ooh, that's not a good grade. Ooh, wow. Can, can, can we get two I guess, grades? I, I want to go offense and defense. Yeah, we're going to break. I, I think we should break down every position. Yeah. So, so overall, you gave and it a, so, a D. Let, yeah, I gave, yeah, I gave him a D. A D plus, hey, don't Oof. take that plus away. I don't know, D, D, I, a D plus. A D. Is I, a D. I gave, and, I, and listen, I gave different people different grades, different groups, different grades. But I went back and watched the scrimmage twice. Yeah. And 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 listen, I give the coaches, you know, based on what they have to work with. I I I thought that they did, you know. C plus B minus material, uh, based on and, and they did a good job of of uh, not showing their whole hand. Yeah, it was very vanilla, offensively, right? Because when I looked at that, I was like, okay, you don't have Fleeks and uh, uh, what's the kid's name that 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 scored the first that scored a touchdown? What's his name? The little short guy. Well, uh, Help me. Phenomenal athlete. Uh, Big play receiver. Uh, Gabe, oh, no, uh, I don't know who no, no wide receiver Billy Kemp. Yeah, Billy Kemp. Okay, didn't Kemp get in? Yeah, he yeah. played. Yeah, he got in the end zone. No, uh, uh, no, I don't think he got in the end zone because no, I thought good. he did. It was, I thought he got in there on a little short pass or something. No, there was no passing touchdowns. That uh, was the two point conversion. I think it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that's oh, what you're that, thinking of. That's right. Okay, that's what that was. Well, I mean, at least we got that done. Yeah. Um. Um. But 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 I thought you know you you didn't see all three of those guys playing at the same time, you know on on the same field and I thought that was a good wrinkle because it kind of it kind of made you think you know everything was kind of easy. 
because it was mushed up. So I thought that that was a good job disguising, you know, what we, what was to come and making the teams evenly distributed. So I thought that from a coaching standpoint, you know, you don't want to tip your hand in spring and say, oh, this is what we're running, so now you can prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's start with quarterback. Well, let us, hey, hey, let us get a grade out. We want to give a grade out. Oh, over, oh I'm sorry. Overall grades, guys. <laughs> uh, I say C minus. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of sloppy. Uh, I did like what I see from the defensive standpoint. Um, Billy Kemp is actually littler than I thought he was. I, <laughs> I actually had a conversation with him after the game, and we talked about some people that we know, mutual friends, and – Talk to his parents and stuff, but I, you know, like I say, I'm glad you're here to help the team. But overall, I think we we got a long way to go. I just leave it like that and let you talk about. It. Yeah, I mean, I, we 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 can dress it up as nice as we can at, at certain times in the off season, but this looked like a four and eight team in the first spring uh, of transition and, and install and all that, and, and hopefully uh, they can take great strides. But they've got a long way to go. Um, so I mean, I, I'm with you guys. I can't go. I can't even go C plus. I mean, that was an ugly game. You got to just admit what it was. A lot of turnovers. Um, you know, not a whole lot of big plays. I mean, you're grading one against the other, obviously, but um, looks like a long way to go, so I can only go with a, a C-. minus. Yeah, well, I mean, offensively, I mean, if we start breaking down the different teams from offense to defense and special teams, offensively, it was just sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Yeah. I mean, you have balls all over the ground, all over the place, first of all. Second of all, if you really dive, if you're a coach, we had linemen busting. We had tight ends. I don't know. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's tight end group. It's tight end group. But they were busting all over the place. Yeah. I mean, busting. That means missing blocks. Offensive line, same thing. Missing blocks. Missing assignments. Not being on the upfield shoulder. I, I Again, I went back and watched it because I was wondering, like, I thought we would have more big plays on the ground. Yeah. You know, and, and not having those big plays on the ground kind of it, – it, it kind of shocked me. And then defensively, you know, I would like to have seen a couple of picks, not not late in the game, early in the game. We didn't see that. But I didn't think the quarterbacks – and I'm, I'm going back, but um, I didn't think the quarterbacks effectively hit open men. The defensive backs did a good job, but – Men were running open. We just didn't hit them. Well, it was it was interesting, too. And I think you obviously have to kind of break it apart because I think one guy looked pretty good in Jeff Sims, the guy we expected. Not overwhelming. Not I mean, didn't, didn't necessarily uh, convince you that he's definitely going to beat Casey or anything like that, but he looked solid. Um, led Nebraska on most of the drives where they scored. Um, again, from there... Uh, we saw it last year where there was trouble beyond Casey. And, of course, obviously, Jeff Sims wasn't there. Um, those other guys, you know, you were hoping maybe to take a step. i got to be honest, um, Heinrich Harburg, we, we talked about it before. Uh, the defense, our offensive coordinator, Marcus Satterfield, said he had a superpower <laughs> running the ball. Um, I think that's that type of language probably should be reserved for um, a starter or a game breaker or something. He, he had a good run. 
Um, but he looks like a long way to go at quarterback. And, and so, you know, basically, you know, Purdy kind of looked like Purdy does, uh, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, Torres didn't overwhelm or anything. Um, so I think I, you know, quarterback, certainly I would separate Jeff Sims from the group. Um, but as a whole, I mean, what are we talking about here? Each, each side finished 13 of 27, no passing touchdowns, each side with a pick. You when you when you when I look at Jeff Sims, I do see a quarterback that can get, get that can get it done. Mm-hmm. But I also see the ball on the ground as well. Yeah. Ball security, you know, the ball went through his hands one time. The ball hit the fullback a couple times. The ball's on the ground far too many times for me to say that Jeff Sims is better than Casey Thompson. To me, Casey Thompson is still starting quarterback. Yeah. Period. Yeah, you're right. Period. Um, Period. The thing I seen from Jeff Sims, I did like some of the runs that he was able to bring the ball down quickly, as Casey wouldn't do. But with the, with the turnovers and the ball on the ground, I didn't see him separate himself from Casey. I mean, this is a a, a wide open competition that will head all the way to the last day of fall, and and it's and it depends how 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 well Casey adapts to this new offense. Now, Casey's a smart guy. But I don't see Jeff Sims beating Casey out to run this team next year. I, I can see Jeff Sims playing in a lot of situations, but I don't see him starting. Yeah, I agree with that. I I, I can see Jeff Sims being in, and it, it'd be a great one-two one-two punch. Yeah. But I think when I when I'm looking at a game manager, a guy that can get things done, a guy that can uh, put balls in tight situations or give guys an opportunity to make a play on the ball. Casey Casey has proven that he can do that. And I just didn't see enough from Jeff to make me say that he's better than Casey. No. From the bill of work that I saw Casey do last year, I, I just, to me, Jeff Sims. Now, I will say when we, I mean, because I want to, quarterback-wise, I think we, we've got that covered, okay? Casey Thompson, to me, is number one still. Jeff Sims is number two. And then you got a host of guys that can be number three. Um, offensive line, and overall, I thought I gave us a D, D plus, but I gave us a C minus. I, I agree with you, Terrell. But offensive line wise, I gave us a D. I thought that although we did some decent things, bro, look at the rushing yards. The rushing yards tell the story. You had no, did you? You had what? One? How many rushing touchdowns did we have in the first half? Um, so all the scoring in the game two. was in the first half, but yeah, I believe two. Um, okay, so you had you had the you had the run by Jeff Sims mm-hmm. that was 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 a was a design run up the middle, and you had two defenders there who had who took shots on them, and your quarterback trucked the two defenders. Yeah, and that was the most impressive moment for Jeff Sims to me, and something that does separate him a little bit from Casey Thompson. I don't know if Casey would have done that, um, but I mean, again, did he do, does he do enough to? to overcome Casey's edge in the passing game. Um, but, yeah, the other run, like you like you were saying, two of them, Gabe Irvin had a seven-yard run as well. I thought offensive line was throwing lookout blocks. Cochran struggled. He struggled. Bryce did fairly. Well, I like the Nuri, Nuri struggled at times. I'm, when I say struggled, that means you didn't do a good job of blocking in space. Blocking in space takes knowing – uh, uh, tracks and where a guy is going to be, not where he is. 
understanding where the ball carrier is going. So I thought that the offensive line as a whole, I thought that they 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 did they did okay, but I thought that that wasn't. I can guarantee you they're going to be playing better in the fall than they did in the spring game because they'll get they'll get more time. They'll get another well, we got another five, four or five months before the first game. So you know you you you'll have that. You'll be working out. You'll be eating well. You'll be trying to get your body in better shape. I thought the guys looked better. It was that. It was that. For me, it was that that second group of lines. I like that big hood guy. Whoa. No, nope. I like hood, but I, but but I, but I don't like his feet. Yeah. I like that second group of linemen, though. The Gunner Gatula, I think he was on that that lineman. That set of linemen that went in the game, I liked them. They were all youngsters, and they were getting after it. I like that. So the future is bright at offensive line. We got some things we got to clean up before Minnesota, though. We 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 have to based on this game. I told you I was going to give you a fair assessment after the game because I'll be able to see on paper and on tape what they did. Paper, stats. Yeah. Tape, I can go back and watch it today if I wanted to. Well, here's the okay. thing I like, though. I, I, I like the Hood, but that like like this guy on the text line said, 5530, he said that Hood just need to lose weight. I think once he be here and get into this weight program that we have, not saying anything wrong about Georgia football, uh, football um, weight room, but if he can lift weights the Nebraska way and they teach him, the sky's the limit for that big kid because – he, I mean, you can't get around that kid, man. You, you're not going to run him over, and, and he, and, and he just got to get his arms on you. If he can get his arms on you, that's nine times out of ten, he, he's good to go. But I did see what I like out of him before he got hurt. Yeah, and to be fair well, yeah. to the offensive line too, yeah. they they had to play. I mean, they played a lot. They you saw the gray jerseys out there. They were you know not getting guys. not getting as much rotation as the other teams. So uh, or the other players on the team. So maybe that factors in a little bit. But I got to tell you guys, I mean, each side. I mean, you talk about totals averaging less than three yards per carry in the ground game. Um, you talk about totals eighteen tackles for loss, twelve on one side, six on the other. Um, you know, I, I know the offensive line was, was somewhat the problem. They were, you know, somewhat last year. And then they were, you know, kind of beat up and, and having to play extra in, in this game as well. Um, but I going into the game, that was a concern. Coming out of that game, that remains a concern. Mm, yeah, I, I, I'm still concerned about the offensive line. I'm still concerned about the quarterback play. And like I said, I you know, when you talk about those two positions, those are going to be key to us being able to be successful against the Minnesotas, against the Colorados, against the teams that we're going to have to beat. And I'm going to tell you now, it is going. To, this is a project, man. We 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 are not a talented football team across the board. We got work to do. We got talent, but I mean, just as far as football talent, knowing what you're doing, grabbing great technique, you know, it, it's it's going to be a work in progress. Now, let's skip down the running back. I, I, I want to know, before I give you guys my grade, and I want to know if you had to go into a football game today, who would be your top four running backs? Well. Based on the spring based on the spring game. Okay. I'm going to give you from the bottom up. So, I'm going to start at four. Uh, Gabe Irvin. Uh, then, Damn, he went from one to four? Who started? He started the game. Yeah, he started the game off. The first run, I wasn't very impressed with that. I 
I think he could if he would have you know kept his head up and didn't try to run with the lineman, it, it was a better run than it it should have been. Now, eight I'm, carries for twenty yards, a touchdown, but two and a half per carry for Gabriel. Yeah, three and, and, and a couple fumbles. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So my number three right now, it has to be AJ Allen. Uh, he was on the second team, which which was on the red team, which didn't generate a lot of things. You know, they only ran the ball twenty three times compared to the red uh, white team forty eight times. Now. The thing about that is because they had Richard Torres, so they he wasn't able to have the mobile quarterback to take out the way like Jeff Sims was was able to do it for the white team. Now three, now my number two, I go with Ramir Johnson. You know he had a great game, but my number one still is Anthony Grant. You know, fourteen carries, forty-seven yards. Okay, Bach. Yeah, um, I would probably. You know, I, 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 the A.J. Allen fumble kind of sticks to you, but we know how good he was last year. Obviously, he's had a few um, not great moments here, including the spring game in camp. Uh, so, I, you know, he's a guy that I think has the upside to be better than any of these guys. But right now, um, just based on yesterday's, you know, on the game on Saturday, I think I'd start there um, at fourth, and then I'd have Gabe Irvin at third. I'd actually go Anthony Grant um, second. Um, he's He looks – Maybe closer to what he looked early in the year, but is, I mean the numbers resemble basically what we saw for the second half of the year. Remember, in, in the first half of the year, he was almost a household name. He's like a top fifteen running back nationwide, and then kind of sputtered down the stretch um, and, and couldn't get, quite get to a thousand yards. Again, yesterday, fourteen carries for thirty four yards, two and a half yards per carry. That sounds like second half of the year, Anthony Grant, Ramir Johnson. Again, didn't get the didn't get the early carries. Um, maybe another staff that's not going to give him a shot looked the best. Average 5.8 yards per carry. Uh, was making moves uh, to kind of in, in open field to try to gain more. Um, he looked the most elusive. He looks like he has the best game-breaking ability to me. I want to see Ramir Johnson out on that field. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, when I when I look at this, it's interesting stat. Out of all four of these running backs, who has the most yards? Actual game yards. Uh, Anthony Grant. Perfect. Who's number two? Uh, Ramir. 600 plus. Who's number three? Uh, be close. Gabe, Gabe Irvin. <laughs> Gabe Irvin and yeah, A.J. Allen, two yards apart. Yeah, it, yeah, it's Gabe Irvin and A.J. Allen. Okay, so 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 here's what I'm saying. Here's, it, here's what it is for me. Okay, number four, A.J. Allen. I thought he did, he did well, but he put the ball on the ground. Okay, I thought he ran hard when he got his opportunities. But if you put the ball on the ground as a running back, you are useless. Okay, Dave Irvin had two two fumbles. The run he had was his best run of the entire day. You know, he he, he got his shoulders down, and I thought he did well getting in, getting into the end zone, making a couple of guys miss. Uh, but but he didn't necessarily shock me and impress me. Ramir Johnson, on the other hand. I've always said, and I'm on with Bach, Ramir Johnson deserves to be out on that football field somewhere running that pill because he got back to a cutback. Only running, real running backs can get back to holes. Real running backs can see holes and slither through them, and then they keep their feet turning and fall forward. I, that, to me, was, was – I, I like that out of Ramir. Okay, you got to continue to work on pass proing. 
You know what I mean? Picking up blitzes and of the such. I think Gabe struggled a little bit in that as well. But I thought Anthony Grant, with his blitz pickups, with his ability to run between the tackles, and let me tell you, when there was nothing there, there was nothing there. There was lookout blocks. There was all types of things being thrown but real blocks. So I thought Anthony Grant, he looked polished. He looked like he got his shoulder lean. And, and I liked how he hit those holes. And so I would go with him, number one, Ramirez Johnson, number two, and Gabe Irvin and uh, the youngster as a number three, you know, three, one, A and B. That's where I'm at with it as right now. Yeah, and that's it's going to be fun to watch that battle go on, and I think it'll go on through through the fall too. Um, is that I, I, you know, Anthony Grant certainly has the numbers, and maybe he's your most reliable, so maybe he'll get uh, the lion's share of those carries. But you know, I think this is a staff as opposed to last year that's going to mix it up a little bit more, um, try to get more in, on the ground game if they can pick up those first downs. So I think you'll see more. I mean, this. You know, we, we talk at times like, uh, I need my number one guy, or or should this be a running back by committee? To me, it looks somewhat like a running back by committee, and that's not a bad thing because I think they have um, the guys there to, to make up a good committee. I don't know if they have the number one back. I, I think they do. I think Grant is the number one back, and I think Ramirez is a great number two. He gives you something different. He gives you a different game than uh, uh, than Grant does. He's more of a slasher type. He's got good feet. He can see holes. He's got vision. Uh, and, and so I think that one-two punch, I don't know if we can go three, four deep. You know, if you, you have to because of injury, then you do. But I think the, those one-two guys at the top of the food chain should get the lion's share of the carries. If they're still playing at the top of their food game and they get bigger, stronger, faster over this uh, this off season, you know, this, this summer season going into this fall, I think those two guys will give you your best chance to win. And I'm not taking anything away from Gabe and the youngster. I'm just simply saying, based on the spring, those two guys look like they were a couple of notches above those two guys. All right. We're going to take it to break. This is the ticket 93.7. I'm Sorrell Farley, and I'm with Bach and the captain. (laughs) 